Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Yeah, what, did you short? We're live. We're doing it live. We're live. We're live. We're doing it live, folks. What up? Mm-hmm. All right. What up? What's up, guys? It's me, the Girl Comics, coming to you live with the main guys from the Watch Us Trade Live room over here on Rogue Money. Uh, check them out, thecryptoschool.io, and I think I forgot to put the links in the description box, which I should do later. But with that being said, gentlemen, lots of moving, lots of shaking. What's going on? Oh, wow. We already have a lot of people inside here. One second. Let me post this out. The group. Things are happening. Live show. Bam. Um, live show. show. Somebody yeah. talk, please. Okay. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. What, 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 <laughs> we'll listen to Z talk to himself. No, 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 no. I am, I'm here, guys. I have a lot of coffee in my bloodstream right now. I was up. Oh, I've been up very much lately. I have barely been sleeping. Um, things are going really well, guys. We made a ton of money. Um, the other day we shorted, uh, at, sorry, went long at 5,800. That was a call inside the room. Um, Cowboy and I both called it. Cowboy showed a chart. I actually announced it straight up in the, in the chat room. I think it was, uh, it was at like 10 o'clock at night. Um, which is, which is actually pretty early um, for me. But it was at 10 o'clock at night. We announced we were going to go long at 5,800. We took some profit at 62. I took some profit at 64. And then I told everybody that I was, um, a, you know, I, was, I originally thought I was going to go short there. But I told everybody that as long as I am monitoring it, I will go short. But if I'm not monitoring it, then I'm going to stay in Bitcoin. But as I always say, I'll tell everybody, when I am in doubt, I stick in Bitcoin, guys. And it's been proving really, really beneficial. Uh, we made some great money right there. And I know personally um, that inside the room, people are saying that, um, you know, they were able to make um, a few months of the Watches Trade Room membership fee just right there, just on one Bitcoin, because you were able Beautiful. to make $600, $400 on each like Bitcoin that you sold. And and look at that. Like we've been saying from the beginning, like uh, for a long time, we've always been in a bear market in our room. And yet you guys have done m- m- uh, wonders with it. And it's like you had like a bear, a, a-, a bullish hour and people made up for their. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Everybody inside there was cheering. It was like a, it was like, you know, Fantastic, it was like man. pretty much the World Cup happening right now in the room. Um, it was great. <laughs> to back that up i mean you know we had a lot of people who you know they just wanted to trade because they wanted to trade it's kind of a common thing when you're dealing with uh you know people kind of new to markets they they want to do something um and you know i I never tell people what to do and what not to do but i let them know like hey you know last week when it was at uh i don't know it was like a few days ago starting to go up people were getting excited it got down to like I don't know, 6,000 or 6,200. And a lot of people, hey, I want to get into this altcoin. Hey, what do you think of this altcoin? What do you think of that altcoin? And I'm like, hey, the charts look okay. But, um, you know, Bitcoin itself is what's calling the shots. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't think it's not going down. And uh, when I was actually out visiting the uh, the great ape over the weekend, um, it happened. Everything, you know, tanked. I saw a lot of other rooms who's, uh, you know, everybody got stopped out. People just got slaughtered. And the cabo was sitting pretty. And then, um, you know, I went ahead and, you know, did my charts. Z actually had the balls 
to call it and get in. Um, you know, I actually sometimes a little bit more conservative. I wait for like a confirmation of some kind of a midterm bullish trend before I get in, which means I only made like a few thousand today and CryptoZ made more than a few thousand over the past two or three days. So, oh, yeah, it's been very, very good, guys. Just awesome. Just awesome. I cannot say it enough. It's just been awesome. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to, uh, to Isma this morning and um, one of the people in our room, it's not her real name, um, but basically uh, she was saying she actually got in around 5,800. Um, it wasn't based on the live call that Z made, but I think it was based on the charting and uh, she got out around 6,400 and did great. And, you know, it was kind of concerned like, oh, you know, I could have stayed in longer. I could have made more and all that. Guys, girls, profit's profit. You got to be safe, man is profit exactly exactly we cannot stress that enough guys whether it's you know you have to understand that um you know cryptocurrencies is very very volatile you can make a lot of profit so don't get mixed up with that guys if you ever play like for example forex or you ever play in this rich regular stocks you'll be lucky if you guys make 15 percent in a year you're happy if you made 15 yeah a year. the best so traders true. the best traders are getting massive massive bonuses making you know 15 20 percent a year actually uh, i personally do forex we don't you know we don't call it forex or anything there's regulatory issues i personally get maybe 10 percent a month but i'm crazy like that yeah exactly. crazy like so, that. So, so there you go so he's getting 10 percent a month guys we just made we just made like over 20 percent in like four in days like a, and yeah and like four days guys you know so um you know even though it's not those crazy i know everybody misses like you know the one chain and the end cash and the and the verge run up that we had uh before um during that like kind of like intermittent um intermediate intermediate section of the of the market where you know bitcoin was around eight thousand nine thousand we had those crazy 100 percent runs um those will come back guys i have yeah. no doubt that Heck those yeah. will come back um, but yeah, for the time being, you know, we are happy with the 20% gains. Very happy guys. <laughs> Very happy. You know, you know, you know, your traders are, are sick when they're, they're apologizing for 20% gains. <laughs> yeah. 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 20%. No, <laughs> not exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Boring. Yep. Boring. Uh, um, yep. 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 So, um, what else do we want to talk about? We want to talk about a few other coins. Let's talk about Litecoin. Uh, we want to just go through it. Um, remember guys, you know, and, and I want to say this out loud guys to everybody. Um, so I know that, you know, we've had the banter going back and forth between, you know, myself personally and, and Jay Snip and so forth. Um, guys, just realize that at the end of the day, um, we do care about the community. Both he cares about his community. I care about my community. And, um, and, you know, at the end of the day, you guys are right. You know, it was, it was sort of childish on my side, uh, for calling him out so much like that. So, you know, I took your, I took your comments to heart guys, you know, you guys complained about us, you know, going, you know, making fun too much, you know, not doing what we said we we're going to do, which is straight up crypto trading. And so, um, we discussed it guys and, you know, we are listening to you guys. So, you know, you won't be seeing us here, um, bashing him anymore. It's just nice. that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for LTC, um, all good. good. Yeah. For LTC guys, <laughs> Um, so USD wise, it rose up because of course, as we stated, it was following BTC, but Satoshi wise, that's one I want to actually see. Satoshi uh, let me go back to that. Satoshi wise, it is not the best. Um, so Satoshi wise guys right now, Litecoin is 0 0.01289. That is, 
that is its Satoshi wise. That meaning that that is its value against Bitcoin, guys. That is how much Litecoin is worth against Bitcoin. As you guys saw in the past, in the last few weeks, we've been talking about this, guys. Litecoin was at 1.7, then it went down to 1.5, then it went down to 1.4, and then it actually went down to 1.3. And I was telling everybody, you know, this is not looking very good for Litecoin. And right now, the thing that's a little bit troublesome right now is that Litecoin is still underneath 1.3. It is 1.28, guys. And that's very, very low for Litecoin in terms of its value. Yes, did it go up to $85? Um, it did. But that's in its USD value in which, you know, Bitcoin was the reason for that rise. It wasn't because of Litecoin. Um, so just be kind of wary about that, guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're looking at the chart right now. And, um, you know, yes, there is a little bit of like this descending wedge kind of triangle um, formation right here. It's a little messy. It's not quite symmetrical in the sense that, you know, the bottom is more or less flat. So what we're doing is we're literally bouncing off support with uh, the crypto Z battering ram kind of in this uh, 0.123 range. And just to see it down at this 0.123, I'm going to back out to the daily so we can see how far it's gone down. Let me talk about what we can see on the chart first. So on the four hour, what we're looking at is it did break out of this triangle, which is a bullish thing. And so many cryptocurrencies that have massive followings, what they have is this kind of death rattle. I'm not saying that's what this is, but I am saying that's what it looks like. Um, you know, most coins are going to want to go towards this red Kijin Sen baseline. And so it's kind of approaching that. But what's dangerous about this whole situation is the cloud right here. And this, guys, this is against BTC, which is kind of what matters right now. Um, this cloud right here is going to be the resistance. So it's going to want to touch the baseline and then probably fall again based on all technical analysis so i mean people get excited when they see this little oh hey this has gone up blah, blah. yeah not so much um you know even if litecoin were to do okay even if it were to do okay against bitcoin i think there just are other opportunities that are a lot smarter so um so i don't know frank and v do you guys feel the same way or uh-huh yeah yeah huh <laughs> wake up. Apparently the, uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm I was, awake. I was, hey, I, was I was waiting responding. for you to call my name. I'm awake, guys. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm responding responding to, uh, to I'm to chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm wide awake right now. Um, yeah, no, I 100% agree with what... Um, yeah, me too. What, uh, <laughs> I 100% agree with what... Uh, um, what's Nick, cowboy was saying, cowboy. Guys? Cowboy, guys, cowboy. This is um, Cowboy. Let me introduce you to a man named Cowboy. Um, the one thing I actually don't like about um, LTC right now, and and guys, you know, pardon me for bashing on LTC right now, but just exactly as as you can see right there with um, with Cowboy's chart right there, uh, the bands are tightening, guys. The lines are getting tighter and tighter and tighter, tighter, which indicates a lot of times that there is going to be some sort of price action to happen. And as as Cowboy stated right there. Um, that is a very, very large resistance, guys, on that Ichimoku. That Kumo cloud is very, very bare. And um, LTC needs a lot of volume for it to rise up. And I'm actually looking at the, um, the volume of LTC right now. And the volume of LTC right now is, has not been very great. Um, in terms of actually GDAX volume, the volume is only still at $15 million. And that's the concern right there, guys, That is that... Um, people really aren't coming into the market to buy Litecoin with 
US dollars or with, yeah. with any sort of fiat. And that's the biggest concern right there, guys, because LTC is one of the few coins that has that advantage over everybody, guys, where it's available in Coinbase, where it's available to the average you know investor. Yeah, I, I was um let me ask you a very practical question, Z. And this is for let, let's aim this at um well, I'll set up the scenario for you and then you can answer for this person, right? So these are people who they're probably not in our trade room right now, right? Um, we had that, which is a sad, sad thing. Obviously, their life is empty and, and void of meaning. But, um, you know, you had all those people who over Christmas dinner uh, purchased Litecoin because they're, they're, everybody was so excited about cryptos. You know, we, we had that. Was it, was it Christmas or Thanksgiving where like a bazillion people signed up for Coinbase one weekend? You guys remember that? Yeah, like these no, crazy and, numbers and came Coinbase, out. It was like yeah, six Coinbase million new subs over the weekend. I forget if it was Thanksgiving or, or Christmas. But um, I was at a barbecue this weekend, and one of those people uh, was saying, I was glad I didn't tell them to, to buy it this time. <laughs> one of those people was like, hey, Frank, so uh, what about Litecoin? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's saying he's, he was about five grand in Litecoin at the top, which is obviously very sad. Um what if that were you i'll put it to you this way if that were you nick and z uh what, what would you be doing with it right now someone who's i mean they're deep stuck okay they didn't get out at a good time they didn't have good information they're deeply stuck okay if i uh, was deep if i was deeply stuck in litecoin and, and this is and this is sort of what um i did uh when i was deeply stuck when i first started so uh, i think I'm not, no, actually, uh, uh, Cowboy did something different than I did. So I actually dove right into trading when I first started, guys. Um, whether I knew a little bit or a lot, uh, Cowboy knows me in person and he knows I'm a pretty risky guy when it comes to my investments. Um, I just like to go straight up, you know, at him. And, um, what I did is that even before I knew TA, um, I just sort of dove into things. So when I was down a lot and I used to follow this guy called Superman and he's a pretty big name in the cryptocurrency, um, space. But uh, um, I used to follow him, and he, you know, he indicated coins like like Coin. He indicated coins like Digibyte and so forth. And I invested. You know, I invested. I was like, all right, this guy, you know, he's got a huge following. Um, he has a, his own trading school and whatnot. I'm gonna follow him, and I did, and I got burnt. Um, there was a ton of different uh, drops during that time, and each time it dropped, these coins that did not have the strong fundamentals kept dropping down. We indicated how Sia Coin used to be 500 satoshis. It is now 200 satoshis or so forth. Um, so yeah, I bought in at 500, 600 satoshis. So I bought into high and um, believing these guys. So what I did is I pulled the bandaid. I pulled the mm. bandaid. I ripped it out and I was like, forget it, guys. You know, it sucks. I I initially made a good amount of money um, with Ethereum. I think it was the first time I made ever that much money with any sort of investment, and I was really excited. And all that investment money got was lost essentially when the, with this tear i but i ripped it off and i then and from there i dedicated myself to actually studying and actually learning what 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 like really made the market go up that's where i started learning fundamentals that's where i started learning technical analysis and sentiment analysis is that you know when i finally got that burn so my scenario with this guy would be um you know if i was in his shoes i would simply you know if he has the time to actually learn to take his time, you know, to join us in the watch of stream to learn how to fish instead of, you know, simply relying upon what people are saying on YouTube. Right. Yeah. And my method was uh, like the first half of it was the same as Z's where um, I, I just 
tore off the Band-Aid. Um, you know, my background is economics. I have a degree in it. And one of the things you learn in high school economics um, is a little term called sunk cost. So there's this idea of, oh, well, I got in at this cost basis, and so I need to get back out once we go above this cost. Cost basis is where you started. So you get into a coin at, say, $50 or an asset, and then you're down to like 20 You say, oh, I need to wait till I get out of 50 or I'm losing money. No, no, it's a sunk cost. What happened yesterday happened yesterday. You can't get it back. So basically what I did was I pulled Band-Aid off. I, I just got out of everything. And what I did differently than Z was I actually focused on technical trading. I had a fundamental background specifically on PPT that paid off nicely along with a couple of other coins that uh, Z and I talked about and Z brought to the table. And I essentially swing traded PPT um, up to a nice bag. And so, you know, I really focused on the technicals and that's kind of led to where um, – that's kind of led to where Z and I are now, where Z is uh, just a whiz at fundamentals and, you know, technicals are my thing, but we both kind of cross over into each other's territory enough to know what each other are talking about. Thanks. So if I was in LTC very helpful. and I was really deep into LTC, um, look, you guys, uh, if, if anybody here is listening to Rogue Money a lot, I'd recommend listening to it a lot. Um, you know, Dex is on, on Tuesdays. And one of the things that Dex says, if I remember correctly, and forgive me if I quote this incorrectly, but... Um, you know, if your money is in a place that's going down, why would you leave it there? Mm -hmm. How simple is that? If your money is in a place that continues to go down and foreseeably is going to go down, why would you leave it there? Because I love Lacorn. Lacorn is like it's like the uh, the Washington Redskins. I love Lacorn. <laughs> Never giving it up. I'm going down with the ship. Where's your faith, man? You gotta go down with the ship. And, you know, guys, what's it called? Uh, one of the biggest coins that, you know, I was in a sense married to um, and I was like kind of kicking myself off was Neo. I used to love Neo, guys. I used to love Neo like no other. I thought that Neo. I loved it in the Matrix. I loved it too. I love Neo. He's the one. <laughs> I, I really thought Neo was like going to be, you know, the next big thing in cryptocurrencies. And then the China FUD happened. And, you know, here I was, you know, riding Neo um, up. And then, like, not not pulling the bandit on, not taking profit on it because I truly believed in Neo, and I finally took the profit on it. And everybody kept making fun of me because then Neo kind of did a rebound up and it kept rising up. But then here we are right now, guys, and Neo's back to like pretty much all time lows again, and you know it's available for pickup. So you know, it's never wise, at least for me, it's never wise in my experience um, for me to hodl coins because at the end of the day especially with cryptocurrencies being such a new market, these mm -hmm. coins, even coins like Neo, Wan, and so forth, that people think are going to dominate the future, even they have to be on their toes because there's going to be, like, you know, three years from now, there's going to be a new company that's, you know, has a lot of money behind it, has maybe even better tech that we don't know about, new tech, and um, they're going to put these guys, you know, on the ropes. It's the yeah. same exact thing, guys, with any sort of um, – any sort of like really business. I mean, look at look at Toys R Us, right? No one ever thought Toys R Us was going to go out of business, or Sports Authority, or all these other brick and mortar stores. And then mm -hmm. look at them now; they're dying. And to take it a step further, um, you know, obsolescence in tech is really quick. Like, yeah, you know, you're you're looking at <laughs> just look at the regular stock market in non crypto assets. I mean, obsolescence in tech is very fast. A year, six mm -hmm. months. But in crypto, it's lightning fast. I mean, this is like what was cool a few months ago could be completely gone. Um, a good example is Lisk. You know, Lisk was like, you know, 
it's just so popular last year. People were putting it up there with all the, you know, Dash and all the coins that were really popular last year. I know people still who just like they love these coins from last year, but you have to stay with the times in this game. Yep, exactly. And Lisk is, uh, yep, right there. Prime example, guys. It had a, it had a rebrand. It thought like everybody thought like, oh my god, it's gonna be the next big thing. Um, and look at Lisk. You know, it's back down to five bucks right now. It's six hundred and thirty-five million dollar market yeah. cap. Yeah, Lisk is, Lisk is sad. I mean, um, well, at one point, guys, it was three point five billion, and now it's six hundred and thirty-five million. So, yeah, um, that's so over twenty percent. Yeah, and, and Cowboy is absolutely correct with that, guys. You know, you have to stay on top of your stuff um, or you're going to get passed on, guys. It's just that simple. Yeah, so that's, uh, you know, Litecoin is a prime example. We've talked about it enough on the show, and it's nothing personal to anybody. But the fact is that, um, as a matter of fact, see that fat candle going down right there on the 15? If you go back to Bitcoin and you go on the 15, there's no fat candle going down. There's like this kind of smaller candle right here going down. Um, but then you look over here, you know, of course we should probably have everything up to scale and make sure percentages are correct. Right. But in a sense, um, your every like run in say Bitcoin seems to be in a percentage way, just stronger. And every, every fall seems to be weaker. So, I mean, why hold Litecoin? Just hold Bitcoin is what I say to myself because I don't tell the people what to do, and this is all for entertainment purposes. Correct. When in doubt, when in doubt, man, when in doubt, I always, you know, I I always tell everybody what I'm doing, which is sitting in Bitcoin, guys. Whenever I'm in doubt, I always sit in Bitcoin because I cannot, you can't go wrong with it because Bitcoin, of course, was you know holds its one to one ratio, and we are here expecting that cryptocurrencies are gonna are gonna rise for the next you know one to two three years at least. Um, so, you know, if I'm going to be in cryptocurrencies, if I want to be the most stable thing, I'm going to, you know, invest in the father coin. Mm -hmm. Very helpful, guys. Very helpful. Oh, and, and, and dude, very, I mean, prime example, man, very tasty, dude. Very tasty is now down to $54. Hey. Yeah, Veritasium is uh, actually, you know, I know JSNIP called that one and I actually made money off of that back in the day. It was my first four figure win back when yep, I played. I remember me you too. got it. You, me you gave too. it to me. Yep. That was the first that was the first one that uh, Cowboy sort of well, Cowboy told me about Ethereum, but but Veritasium too. Yeah, Very was great. And and I think that Very has a bright feature. Um, you know, and I've heard some rumors from people who are very close to the project that uh, you know, just rumors, though, no inside info because we don't have access to that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think that over time it's going to be a great asset. I think that it has a long way to go. Um, so, you know, again, I, Very was like my first love. PPT actually made me the most money. But the reality is, is I got out of PPT um, well before it got to where it is. And had I sold it even closer to the top, I'd be a lot richer man. The reality is, is that we're in here to learn. And the great part about the Watchers Trade Room, which you can find at www.thecryptoschool.io, link will be in the description once he puts it in there. But the great thing about the school is that you can actually watch that learning process because Crypto Z and I continue to learn as well. Um, you know, most of the calls, the majority of the calls actually go positively. We, we win most of them by far. Uh, there are some calls that don't go so well. And, you know, one of the things that I will do is if I make a call that didn't go so well, I'll actually go back if I can and say, hey, you know, this didn't go so well. Um, it might be out of my control. It might just be like, hey, I missed this indicator. Um, you know, so we're not in it to like always be right. 
you know, we're in it to, to actually entertain with as much integrity as possible. Yep. Yep. No, exactly. Um, exactly. You know, we don't shy away from our mistakes guys, you know, um, cowboy myself, but, but there, there is something to be said. And, uh, for, for, or, yeah, of course, some call, you, every call can't go through the way you expect. But managing your cash flow correctly is extremely important. That's a big difference with what you guys do with than with what others do. You're not just pumping yeah. coins every day out of emotion. You're looking at what's actually happening in the market and managing your portfolios like pros and showing everybody step by step what you're doing. Correct. Yeah. Big it, difference. Fact, big difference. Speaking, Night and day. Yeah, we, we've been talking about it verbally. You know, when I say verbally, I mean like typing, you know, hey, this is how I manage my cash. Um, you know, this is the formula. Yeah. And so what, uh, we're actually going to create a video that shows how I'm doing that and how CryptoZ is doing that. And essentially the way to do that in a very short description is to manage every single trade such that your maximum loss is somewhere around 2%. Some people go 1%, some people go 4%. But if you have your trades managed to limit that loss, then you can sort of count your trades and it's predictable. Um, mind you, it's always fun to go um, uh, something all the way out against the wall and just, you know, throw everything <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's fun to do. It's great. And you can make a lot of money and, you know, that's fine. I find that uh, slow, steady gains make me the most money. And as crypto right. will tell you, um, I actually focused on several trades a day that were two and 3% trades on Ether Delta. And I did that for months and months and months. And, you know, Z was doing it his way. I was doing it mine when we worked separately after we initially got in together. And uh, we both ended up roughly having the same percentage of gains. Um, so I think that uh, combining mine and Z's efforts have made CryptoZ and I a lot of money. And so we're willing to let people watch that. And uh, that's over at www.thecryptoschool.io. Link is or will be in the description. So um, does anybody want to see, is anybody asking for anything in the in the uh, room there? Anybody who's watching it? Because I'm not, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, uh, I'm not asking. I mean, we're just simply talking about sort of the space right now. The space right now is rebounding up. As, as, as we all know, BTC is rising up right now. I still predict right now that we are not out of the woodworks, guys, just yet. Um, you know, there are some shorts playing out right now. Um, however... However, um, I do see that the market is becoming a little bit more healthy, which is a great thing. And um, you know, I got a hopefully it keeps question up. for you guys. Um, this was, the, answer was, I for, the answer is always purple. I, I forget where this came from. Uh, oh, it was an, it was an email from, from uh, one of the people in the crypto school. Uh, was asking about uh, trading EOS and what, what the deal is with EOS. So... Uh, I like many people. I have uh, some EOS in in um, in a uh, Exodus wallet, and you can't do anything with it, right? Because the main net has launched, and so now your ERC twenty tokens are frozen. Um, is EOS trading, and how can somebody start trading it again? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I see the price. I see the price moving. Yeah, so EOS, EOS, all right, so when you see price moving, it's not just from buying and selling on the exchanges, but you remember that EOS is available for um, for margin trading, so you're going to okay. start seeing price uh, price movement just from margin itself. Um, yeah. Uh, what's it called? But EOS is available for trading um, right now. 
I, you know, you I see the wallet suspended on Binance. Yeah, the wallet suspended on Binance for withdrawal, but you can still okay. you can still trade. Um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I have not been trading on EOS because EOS has not had any fundamentals behind it, in which allows me to feel good about getting into it just yet. Um, but in terms of the long term, I still like EOS. I still think um, EOS is going to be very very big, but they are running into some trouble. Uh, I know that. Um, Tech-wise, there were some issues with, with privacy and security and so forth um, that they were dealing with. I'm not entirely sure. I have not been keeping up with EOS um, on the inside. So, um, you know, we'll see. Well, I, I'm concerned about EOS. Um, so basically, uh, uh, what's his name, Z? Shoot, I can't think of it. The guy from Block One, the Brock Pierce. Yeah. So, you know, Brock Pierce came from Block One, which is actually, uh, I think, where Tether came from. And that's where he's with Block One. So essentially, now EOS is a project where it received massive funding. Um, like they could have, say, turned off the spigot at $100 million or $200 million, but they went up to something like $4 billion. And yeah. there's very little, very little actual, like, proof of concept maybe zero proof of concept right. even like very little prototype this is like somebody had an idea and then like billions of dollars got pumped into it and so essentially um you know having spoken to somebody over the weekend who's really informed they let me know that one of the problem well, this is kind of an artificial demand creator for having all of these dApps on their platform they received a bunch of money and this is you know this isn't inside anything this is just an analyst that i talked with and the to explain it properly, like when you have nothing and billions and billions go towards it, what what's going on here? Um, well, one of the things that it could be is that in order to get these dApps on the platform, all these different dApps, these thousand dApps they want to have on the platform, well, essentially it's like all that money is possibly being saved to pay for the development of those dApps and to actually sort of bait people into coming in to use the EOS platform. In fact, I know uh, a major platform that are uh, supposedly going to be major platform that went with EOS potentially just for that reason. And I found out today that that platform actually went pear-shaped. And so, you know, like the, one of the things to be careful of in this space is, is vaporware and EOS is basically like vaporware. And like anybody else, you're going to have people that are just, Oh no, it's such a great concept and blah, blah, blah. Um, the word that I got was that it will continue to be propped up possibly by um, far East uh investors so i mean you know if you kind of want to be pragmatic about it there's a lot of big money behind it people like to use the term institutional money is behind it um four billion dollars is not institutional money that that four billion dollars is like you know some uh um silicon valley guy worth you know and maybe his buddies like so, you know, I would probably understand that there will be money behind it for a while. It may be propped up and that's fine. I, I'm not, that's not enough for me. I need a solid foundation of a product that has proof of concept before I really invest any money into it. If I put money into EOS, it's because I see something on the charts that what I want to get like a 5% uh, scalp. That's the only way to put money into EOS right now. Correct. And this is a prime example of not being married to coins, guys. You know, as we see, you know, we, we look at everything very analytically, guys. Uh, we don't use emotion behind our trading when it comes to a coin as much as, for example, I love OneChain. And you guys have heard me talk about OneChain over and over and over. And we made a lot of money on OneChain. We made over 100% on OneChain. Um, I'm, not, I'm not in OneChain right now. I don't own one OneChain right now, guys. 
or one coin or whatever you want to call it. I don't own one of them right now because um, there is no significant, um, you know, FA behind it. And I'm not going to sit here and watch my portfolio bleed uh, when I could be making more money elsewhere. Well, yeah. And actually, um, I charted one this morning and this is what I found. We have one of our, uh, we are, I think Juan's FA is really good if yep. you have patient capital. Juan's FA is really good if you are willing to like have opportunity cost, right? And, and what all that means is that one doesn't have anything coming anytime soon. Um, I think any any type of say events or FA, that's not going to play out till quarter four. And in crypto, that's literally an eternity. Um, if you look at it from a TA standpoint, which to me, that's the only re only way to look at this coin. When there's no FA behind it, then basically you have to look at TA, right? That's how I see things. Um, so you have a resistance right around 45,000 45, or 4,500 Satoshi, right? And we're like right at 4,500 Satoshi. And, um, you know, I looked at it this morning and one of my guys was like, hey, are you in one? And I said, I have a tiny stake. And they said, what are you going to do with it? And I said, I'm probably going to get out and I'm going to probably get out when it hits about 4,500. If not sooner, I might even get out now. And now if I go back to the daily chart or say the 12 hour, we're going to look back here and I'm going to tell you why one looks really scary from a TA standpoint. Um, you know, one has very great FA. This is why it had this massive, massive rise, right? Even in like just after the, the really bad market that we had in a bear market, we made a ton of money off of one. Uh, Crypto Z called it. And um, so Crypto Z and I got in and lots of people were extremely entertained by this. And so, but look at its actual price. Like, where is the support? The support, the actual all-time low uh, until recently, was sitting around 4,000 Satoshi, right? And once you go below the all-time low, it's a bottomless pit, right? Mm -hmm. So right here, the way I look at this with my wand holdings, wand holdings, um, <laughs> my wand holding, yes, with my wand holding, um, it's going to be the same as like with Litecoin, where we're seeing this uh, Kijin Sen line right here and we're approaching it and it's right where the cloud is and i think the best you're going to get is going to be a bounce off the cloud and then where is it going to fall to is going to be entirely dependent on, on bitcoin's health so if we even make it up to the cloud which i think we're going to bounce at 45 personally i'm going to take a conservative move because i tend to be a conservative guy um so we could see like this bounce off the cloud and then who knows what I could hit any of these supports that I'm kind of pointing at right here, but having fallen below all time low, if we drop below that again, then basically you're going to end up in PPT land. You're going to end up in just like, Hey, I used to have all this money and now I don't. Yeah. Um, and for me, the, without the fundamentals behind it, the best I would be looking for is a short term scalp. And you know, um, that's a game that I like to play, but you know, you have a lot of people who might be spending 15 minutes a day trading and our, you know, platform allows people to be entertained by watching us spend about 15 minutes a day on certain kinds of calls, kind of a virtual 15 minutes a day thing. And that's not what I would be doing. Um, that's not what I would do at all. And number two, I always sell after big long green candles and there's one right there. It's still going up, but I'm going to be selling right there. And that's one chain or coin, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's my take on it. Um, and then BNB, you know, we've, we've been pretty vocal about BNB. We made a ton of money off of BNB. Um, you know, Z called it from a fundamental standpoint, I think around 14,000 Satoshi. And then, um, I actually charted it and did an official like room call, um, around 16,000 Satoshi. And 
a lot of us held on and sold in these high mid these mid twenties, uh, these high mid twenties right here. We made a lot of money even in the bear market, and you can see how it's like bouncing off the cloud. And so people kept asking, "Hey, what about BNB? Hey, what about BNB?" And it, look, you guys, like when you're mining for gold, then um, unless you're in the Grand Canyon or something, and somebody thinks there's like this endless supply. Basically, the gold's going to be gone for a minute, and you have to look in other places. So people get excited because they made a bunch of money off a coin, and they want to stay in it. And this is not how the world works. The way that the world works is that like the coin is going to sort of extend and then overextend, and then it's going to come back to a support. Right now, it has just crossed the McKeesian um, set, which is normally acting as support, and it is finding some support in the cloud. The next level down of support, where it's at a support essentially right now, it's very close to the support. It actually just sort of broke through this uh, 22.5 support. Your next sort of definable support down is somewhere around the 18,000 range if you're looking at like recent trends on the 12 hour. So, I mean, you could sort of bounce off in here somewhere, like maybe right off the bottom of the cloud, you can bounce. Um, you may bounce off the support, but under any circumstance, that right there looks horrid. Um, that's not a very good looking, I mean, this is like eight black crows and three black crows are really bad. Um, let me go on the daily chart to show everybody what that means. So a three black crows in candle theory means that when you see a certain level of bearish, uh, bearishness and it occurs with, um, one, two, three candles in a row, long candles, um, that open and close, you know, within each other's wicks. So you, that's not good. That's very bad. You have a very short amount of time to straighten up your whole process until you're done. And so that's, I mean, I would expect at least a drop down to the cloud, which is right around that support of 18, 19,000 sats. So the high 18s is where I expect it to be. And then I'm going to kind of pay attention to it because we're looking at three black on the daily. So I'm going to look at the cloud support on the daily. Um, Z and uh, guys, do you see anything different on that or to add to it? No, I agree. Both of these agree. I'm getting an echo. It just sounded funny to me. I don't know if anybody else heard that. Okay, no, no, that, yeah. that was, that was really the um, yeah, no, I, I agree right now with what you're saying, um, Cowboy. Um, what's it called? Uh, you know, candle theory, at least for me, has actually helped a lot, guys. And that's another form of uh, technical analysis that we use along with just patterns, especially when it comes to Bitcoin. I, I realize that Bitcoin, when it comes to patterns, doesn't really play out too, too well, at least for myself. Um, you know, if you actually look at uh, the previous history of Bitcoin um, and you, you look at bull flags and all that stuff like that, um, it hasn't really played out the way it's supposed to especially when it comes to like you know head and shoulders and like you know triple crowns and so forth so uh candle theory is another very very valuable um tool to use um during btc's uh yeah just during btc's uh, rise yeah btc um so now as far as bnb is concerned this is actually z just mentioned a double crown or triple crown well this is a double top right here which is another very um bearish move and what it means is that the market attempted to break the resistance, uh, which I think this is in Satoshi all-time highs, around 26,000. And so it attempted to break it. It came back down and recharged a little bit, and then it attempted to break it again, um, and it did not break it. So basically, that resistance is going to be too strong, and all the market is going to get concerned and begin to sell off, and this is what we see right here. Um, so it was sort of a double top on a, 
and uh, what do you call it? Um, an Elliott wave. It's very interesting. Um, and that being the case, you could actually, I mean, this Elliott wave wise is reasonable if you have, um, let me, uh, we'll kind of give people a taste, right? So let me see here, Elliott impulse wave. Does ABC, yeah. So, I mean, I'd have to make sure. It looks like where that where that Kumo is looks like this where the C is going to be at. I think yeah. See, this is your your right up, and I think it's pretty valid. Um, I think it's validated. So you know, we're anybody who actually is a TA head, feel free to um, to chime in because I'm doing this really quick. But if we wanted to, you always want to kind of like consider where your ABC is going to be. I think this is it. Um, I'd have to do some fibs to make sure that the math runs out. It works out properly, but um, I mean, you do have your line straight from here to here validating it from your zero point all the way to B. It's pretty solid. Um, your two is a little low, but your two could arguably be down here. I mean, you know, all it's it's a little subjective on on uh, Elliott waves. But long story short, I think that there are at least more than one market structure indicator that it, you know is pointing towards a C around the uh, eighteen to high eighteens. So that would be where I buy in if I buy in. So, um, and then yeah, BTC. As far as using TA on BTC, that's a a very um, it's a different process. Uh, it's so manipulated by the market abuse algorithms that you sort of have to learn how those algorithms work and so there's a lot of ways btc could go right now it did just rise quite a bit the market abuse uh aka momentum ignition algorithm does tend to want to retrace to the mean and what that means is that it sort of wants to follow an average so ta can work on bitcoin if you're looking at the long trend because it tends to follow sort of normal patterns in that sense like market structures tend to apply on the long term as to whether or not the um the market is determining that or if it's manipulated that's another story but i do see a couple of different scenarios my most likely right now is a possible quick bull trap an extra bull trap because i think we're in a bull trap right now a little bit um but to head up to say the 6700 level and then to come back down and i think when we come back down from the 6700 level i think we're going to see a retracement to possibly like this this level, you know, it might not look straight down. It might actually take some different like movements, um, but just kind of understanding how BTC tends to move. I see something kind of along this lines. Um, I'm not always correct, but uh, people have told me that I'm pretty decent at the, um, the short-term move calls on BTC. So um, I'm seeing something like this. And I think we could even see a retracement eventually down to the, say, the 6,200. It might not go in a straight line. These lines might not exactly apply. But I think once we hit 6,200, we might actually recharge and then head back up towards that, um, that 7,000 mark that we've been talking about for a long time. Now, if that is the case, then we do have, uh, we were able to look forward to a nice little run and a nice, nice run in alts too. Um, you know, in full disclosure, I got into Ven and ONT this morning, and I'm up on those. Um, Crypto Z actually got into some things before I did. He's really up. So, I mean, we're, yeah, we're winning. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good right now with my portfolio, guys. You know, I told – well, actually, I've been able to just swing Bitcoin heavy, and, and that's actually been up for me a lot. But my Ven has just been locked away for a long time because of our X-Node program. So, but that's uh, – <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time there's a Venn call, I'm like, 
Man, I'm locked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm locked anyway. I'm right? glad to be so, locked, though. I'm excited so, about that. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm totally cool with that, guys. Awesome. All right, gents. Uh, that pretty much brings us to the end of the program. Uh, last uh, five-second uh, closing comments. Go for it. First, I think you're a beautiful gorilla. Thank you. And Optimus Primate. Also, uh, yeah, everybody need to check out what we're doing at thecryptoschool.io. Uh, all this is just great products there. Whether you're absolutely brand new to the crypto space, we've got our crypto school uh, video series, and of course, our our premier product, the Watches Trade Room subscription. Very very cool stuff. And you know, I always yell at everybody for announcing things that aren't ready yet, and then I get emails: Is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Well, I'll just say this: uh, You know, Watches Trade 2.0 is on its way, and it's going to be sick. So. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Really cool stuff coming. Uh, but no, but no, the, the, the real core though, the heart of it is, is, uh, is watching Cowboy and Z trade. So that's not going to change. So uh, get in there today. And then of course we have our, our liquidation platform, which I get more excited about every day, liquidbase.io. And, uh, I'll tell you, I, I, um, I, I had to move some cryptos recently and I was adding up on my fingers whether or not i had reached the threshold for the exchange i was using to report me or not <laughs> this liquid base is all about privacy it's all about privacy yep. the responsibility is on you to figure out what you need to do because we're using the power of uh of uh, uh the the lbma system to help you move and uh it's just awesome so check it out if you've got to move five thousand or more unlimited uh we have unlimited capacity to help you uh, go from crypto to cash, cryptos to metals, uh, cryptos to vaulted metals, cryptos to delivered metals, whatever you need to do. Whether it's just a simple crypto to cash, you got you to move five grand worth of cryptos in the cash. We can help you with that. We can do it pretty quickly. Uh, um, but but the, the services don't end there. So check out liquidbase.io. Yep. Yep. The, uh, the liquidbase.io platform is amazing. I, I was the first person to use it, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a, uh, there is a distinction in the accounting world between tax avoidance and tax evasion tax evasion is illegal you cannot do that um or you can do it. you get busted by the uh, people in charge tax avoidance is actually a business practice um so you know this whole platform is a privacy driven platform and for those people who are experienced in uh legal tax avoidance we're not you know you have to talk to your accountant about all that we don't advise anything they're not tax advisors we're not financial advisors um however the way the platform works in a sense is that it is up to you to report as is legally necessary uh whatever your uh, changes are in your crypto status so if you were to liquidate cryptos um you know that that's up to you to do we don't report any of it we're not required to so it's uh you know for those who have the mechanisms in place and accountants that can legally advise you then perhaps talk to your accountant a uh, really neat thing um and of course i'll end my bit here by saying thank everybody for being involved um, you know we do have just a great community with us um, in the room especially if you come into the room and you know other people are helping each other out so you know crypto z and i are in there quite a bit but we you know we have people in there that are employees we have people in there that just help for free it's and it's a really fun community and you get to be in there with the rogue people these are all like mostly rogue people yeah, yeah. x22 like um the people are making connections in there that have nothing to do with crypto it's really really cool very cool. Absolutely. Z. Z. The IUZ. Oh, I'm here. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Sorry, I was uh, talking to the people in the room, guys. It's working. You Good know, man. I like to work between more work. <laughs> <laughs> more work. Time, um, 
that's what I like to do. Um, guys, uh, you know, we're always inside there in the room, guys. Um, you know, uh, congratulations to those who got into the Venn pool. I, I made a whole website um, with a dashboard, so it's nice and clean. I'll be doing that the same exact way for Mandala, guys. So meaning that if you got through the Mandala pool with me, um, congratulations. You guys are already up a ton. And um, that will be also uh, its own dashboard. And uh, finally, um, yeah, guys, you know, let's just say this is the start of a bull market. Now's the time to join, guys. Um, you know, mm. we have already proven ourselves in the bear market. Uh, we're already, you know, as soon as the market sort of turns just a little bit, uh, where we're not even past 10K, but you're talking about like 9K or 8K, um, you know, Cowboy and I are in there. You know, we've proven ourselves with over 100% gains on calls, guys. So, you know, now's a good time to get in, guys. Um, I would not wait. And um, yeah, I've got a lot to show, guys. Just Fantastic. Stat. All right, gentlemen, and with that being said, we're over now to take it away. CJ's not here. Take it away myself.